Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by L.A. Finch Fabrics. Go to LAFinchFabrics.com and use discount code MOVINGSALE to get 30% off all fabrics, excluding end-of-bolt purchases and gift cards. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we are going to talk about oh, a, a special kind of machine, I guess. I don't well, know. But, right. You know. All, mas- all machines are special, Mallory. You're, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm looking I, at... People used to ask me, like, why I had, like, you know, two or three or four sewing machines. Six. And I said, look, I had one daughter... And then I had another daughter, and I kept the first daughter. That's right. And then I had another daughter, and I kept the first Just, two. They all were different. They all add something to they your life. They all did life. something different. Yeah, right. so today we're, gonna, differently. we're going to talk about the Baby Lock Jane and the Baby Lock Accomplish. We recently, so we've had a Jane in the studio for a while. We recently got the Accomplish, and really, the Accomplish is the Jane. It just with got the, a new name. What? And someone... You know, I ask Baby Lock all those. How many times have I said, why do you rename things? And all all companies will do that. Yes, of course. I, I, you know, they think it's some marketing thing. All it does, if you're like a sewing machine dealer, yeah. is screw you it's up. Great. It's great for the consumers if they need to look right. at something. And, well, okay, so we know. Now, sometimes there'll be one or two, like, Little changes. differences. Like one time they changed the color. And that's, I think, on the Jane, the only change is... I think that the graphics um, on the Accomplish are blue and black, and the Jane is red and black. Well, and so they were naming these machines after girls, like the right. Jane and the Molly. And Which the... I thought was silly in the first place. <laughs> well, what if I, I mean, not only that they, like, genderized them, I guess, or something. What would you call that? Right. Right. But... What if I really had known didn't a like Jane, Jane I didn't like? Okay, but uh, it yeah. is fun when someone would come in and be like, "My name is Jane," right. and it would, that would be funny. Oh, well, what was <laughs> really we had, we what was really funny is they had a machine named Spirit, and we met someone we named Spirit. We know a we Spirit, had a spirit and That's she's right. still in our life, and they no longer make the Spirit. But That's right. Our Spirit is still around. Do they not make the Spirit? Oh yeah, it's called. Okay, it, they make it. It's called something it's else. Called something else. Right. Okay. Well, they accomplished the now. Okay, do, we, they, I have never met anyone named Accomplish, but might I'm be sure a, there's someone out there. Might be a good name for a pet. Yeah, there is a <laughs> there is a just a big throwback here. This used this machine used to be called the Quilter's Choice Professional. That's correct. Back in the day, and we had that machine okay, too. Yes. There was a difference though. There were two different Janes that came out. So we're going to talk about this machine and its features. But if you are like looking at a used version or right. something. Or you have one at home and think we don't know what we're talking yeah. about. So there is a difference. The newer Janes came with LED lighting. Yes. Okay. Which, honestly, you know, most machines do now. especially right. Because, guess why? Because light bulb manufacturers started making LED light bulbs. Yeah, so you can buy, actually, if you don't know this, even for some of your older right. machines, you can buy replacement bulbs that are LEDs. Yes, LEDs you can. don't get hot. They don't get hot. They last they, la- they might even last the lifetime of you or your machine, depending on how much you use the ma- your machine and how often you leave your light on. Yeah, so if you actually... And- they, they're brighter. If you accidentally day. leave your machine on, it's nice because it doesn't get, like, super right. hot. Uh, because in the olden days, I've come oh, back to a machine. I have burnt and, my hand yeah. actually not leaving it on, but actually sewing. Yes. Because I it, used to sew for on. such a long time. So if you have a metal machine, yes. uh, but even plastic ones, it, it, I mean, it's important, right. too. The bulb but, gets hot. Uh, they get hot. I really liked People, replacing but, the bulb and the embellisher. Yes. 
and the serger. Anyway, okay, so moving on, just a little bit brief background on sort of the life cycle of this machine. Who knows what it'll be called next year? Uh, I do like the name Accomplish, though, because it is a bit of a workhorse. So. and I like accomplish because maybe that will be the final name. Like, what more can you do than accomplish? Oh, no. They're going to come up with something else. So, yeah. It, but, yeah, for, for for consumers, this isn't a big deal. But for dealers, I mean, it's always kind of good fun to be like, what was this called? And right. the Maria was the Molly, and the now it's the whatever. Oh, I know, it's yeah, yeah, else. yeah. Uh, so, um, anyway, we, we haven't had the elitist come out yet, but almost. <laughs> These machines that we're talking about are straight stitch only machines. So that's what's kind of unique about this, you know, no matter what it's called, this machine that we've got here, the Accomplish. And so as we were switching them out and looking at the differences, which we don't think there are any between these two, um, it was... I, told, I said to ZD, I was like, we need to, you know, podcast about this. Casey posted a question in the group. She was like, you know, what kind of straight stitch machines do you like? Why would you want a straight stitch machine? This is, what's the term you like to use for this, ZD? Like a semi-commercial? Right. Is that what you like to I call would call it? Ca- quasi-semi, yes, commercial machine because in most of your alteration shops or this is actually the kind of machine you have. You won't have a machine that has a zigzag. You won't you'll have a machine like this that will have a very nice narrow foot on it. Uh-huh. Okay. And it now it it will have a straight stitch, but it it will probably have a sometimes has a back stitch. Yeah, and this one does. Okay, and this Just one so does. Know. Yeah. Um probably the one difference in this is you don't on those commercial machines, the motor is not detached. It's within yeah, so the, the motor, machine. Motor's right. inside this. It's not an external motor. I'm trying to find the stitches per minute on here. I think it's fast. It's so it's at least fifteen hundred. Oh, at least I would say. Okay. Least, yes. Um, it's really fast. Okay, right. so it it will go. Oh, it says right here. Okay, 1,500 stitches per minute. That's that like good. in serger land. Right. Okay, you know how you may have noticed when you get on a nicer serger and you start to go, you're like, whoa, that can go really fast. Right. That goes faster than my sewing machine maybe. Right. Uh, there are other sewing machines like the Destiny over here. It does 1,500 per minute as well if you go, you know, full speed. Well, but most like midline machines, they, they may not quite go that fast. Well, and, you know, I, I'm going to interject this yeah. here. People talk about, oh, there's nothing like the old machines. There's nothing like the old machines. Well, you know, in my, okay, from my point of view, yes, there are. There's machines that stitch faster. Yeah. Okay. And um, I will say, you know, I had a machine at one time I had for like 30 years. And my big deal was it doesn't stitch fast enough. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, at that point, whatever machine I bought, it was going to stitch faster. So I like a machine. Now, not everyone desires that. Yes. But it is very true that your older machines will not stitch this fast. Yeah. It definitely, um, it you know, it goes really fast, which is good. So this is a machine that can be used for, you know, it used to be called that Quilter's Choice Professional. It was almost like a mid-arm quilter. There were yes. people who put this on a frame. That is true. Because it has a pretty good throat. It, it does have a nice throat space, yes. It's, it's fairly wide, but also it is tall. High, yes. Yeah, so it's, yes. it's more square. So you yes. can fit a rolled-up quilt in there. And since it's a straight-stitch-only, you know, plate... You can drop the feed dogs. Actually, we'll get to that in a minute (laughs) because this machine has some interesting feed dog uh, features here. You can drop the feed dogs and do some wonderful free motion quilting. It comes with the free motion quilting foot. Actually, I think maybe two. Um, I'll have to look. So while ZD and I are garment sewers and we talk about how we like to use this for garments, it is true, like that Quilter's Choice Professional it was a good name for it because it, it was. You would get the free motion quilting capabilities. You'd have that bigger arm there, and it also comes with a quarter inch foot. So if you are piecing, 
and you're vroom, vroom, vrooming, you're chain piecing or something like that, you've got your quarter inch foot. You already have that straight stitch plate on there because that's, that's right. the only option. And you go, 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 go. And it also comes with a really nice extension table. Yes, thank you. So if you don't have, well, here's the deal. This machine is great for big things. So yes. when I'm saying big things, I'm like draperies, mm-hmm. right? Big garments. It's good for some big bridal uh, him doing things. Uh, you like jeans. Uh-huh. But what quilts. Yes. Um, so what's nice about this is it does have that big flat table because I can put it on like my work table that's for Put it on like a cutting table. Yeah, yeah. I can put it on this massive table, a ping pong table or whatever. I can still have my um, garment or whatever my my project is, you know, even because it has that big extension extension table. table, Yet my my project is supported by that ping pong table or whatever I'm on. And we did one of the kitchen counter, whatever people use. One of the podcasts we did in I think our first year of podcasting was machine marketing buzzwords and how something will be uh, marketed as a quilting machine. And uh, the extension table is often marketed as this quilting accessory, but it's something that we love as garment sewers right. as well. And I don't want the quilters to think because we just talked about free motion and everything yeah. that this is for the quilting part, you know, the sandwiching part of the quilt because it's excellent for piecing. That's excellent. Right. So if you've got miles of hem or you've my I said, right. you know, chain piecing, it, absolutely. It, yes, you can just go 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 with right. this. Um so you you will have a very fast machine. So it comes with. Let me just Well, it is in home deck. Especially where you have those long straight seams. Yeah, it's miles of hems right, and things right. like that. Yeah, exactly. So let me just tell you the feet that it comes with, okay? And so this is, there are other brands of machines similar to this, but they'll come with different types of feet. Or they like, right. won't come with the extension table or blah, blah, or blah. Or they don't you know. come with the ba- baby lot company behind them. Well, that's, that's true, true, too. So uh, it comes with the general purpose foot. Okay, so that's just uh-huh. like your normal foot. Right. And the general pu- purpose foot it has a flex action to it, I believe. Mm-hmm. Let me just check real quick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I would, right. I would have been really surprised if it yeah. didn't, but so yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. A have lot a, of industrial feet don't have that. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, so I wanted. I was pretty sure that. So it does kind of like jump over humps right. a little bit, and then it does have a rolled hem foot. Okay. It has a normal zipper foot, an adjustable zipper foot. So yes. you your needle is in one place. You do not have a needle right. swing you, you, adjustment. You move the 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 foot, the base of your foot. Right. Yes. The, the sole. Right. The, the sole. You know, the you ankle the stays. Thing. The ankle is attached to. Well, no. I mean, you know, it's all one piece. Well, right. But it's attached to the. Um, so it's it's like your old fashioned zipper foot right. kind of. Um, but it's the foot sole, like you said, that, that passes right. back and forth. That's right. Right. Uh, and then you get an invisible zipper foot, okay? Because mm-hmm. once again, it's a straight stitch only machine, and it's awesome. You're super and supported. Invisible zippers have become standard. Yeah, it's no longer oh maybe I'll put it or oh well you know I'll put an invisible zipper in because this is a really nice dress. Or the, we see them in home deck. We see them in everything. We see them in accessories. Put it in everything. We everybody, see, I love it. Uh, we use a lot of. I feel like I either want an invisible zipper or an exposed, or like exposed a big exposed zipper, uh-huh. rose gold yeah. with teal well, tape. You and, know, <laughs> and you know, you can put in an invisible zipper that is exposed. Well, yeah, you. It can. doesn't give you that same look. No. You don't see the no. teeth, but. But it's like I want one or the other. It's like I want the seam to be well, here's uninterrupted a, here's, or. And, well, and the thing that I know <laughs> is if I have say. A light color invisible zipper and a dark color invisible zipper, I can put them in anything. Yeah, just about. Okay, it doesn't even matter what color it is because it's invisible. It's not going to show. Okay, and then it comes with a quarter-inch foot. So here we go. Piecing, uh, mm-hmm. some types of actual quilting, like quilt sandwich quilting, mm-hmm. if you know you can use that there as well. And then you do get the free motion quilting foot. This also, though, can be used for darning. Right. Okay, so this is a way that you And in could, my day, uh-huh. 50 years ago... They weren't called free motion feet. No, what were they, they called? They were called darning feet. And uh, mm-hmm. it could also be called right. an embroidery foot. I mean, it foot. might have been called a right. It might have been called a free motion, but it was not called a quilting right. free motion foot. So you could do thread painting with this right. machine if you're uh, um, familiar with that uh, term. 
it's where you you basically use the thread as paint. Right. So you could do something very artistic right. with this machine. The the quilting part of the marketing and the quilting that that's relatively new. That came in in the late seventies, right? Uh, and then finally, foot wise, you have a walking foot. Okay. Yep. So here we are, walking foot. For quilting, walking foot for velvets, you know, Corduroy, things like that. Stripes. Yes. So you do you do have that included. So you can see how, you know, when, when this was called the Quilter's Choice Professional, I remember you doing several talks at club and just mm-hmm. several demos to customers saying. It was like an in-between crossover kind yeah, of saying hybrid this, this machine. This is called the Quilter's Choice, but you're right. going to love this in your alterations business. This right. is called the Quilter's Choice. Now, I must say, this wasn't a machine that moved super fast at our store well it doesn't look like bell it does you don't see it doesn't have the bells and whistles and it doesn't have a zigzag and it doesn't have a zigzag so if you don't have a serger or another machine this but you know we sold a lot to alterations people yeah so this but this machine you know it's a workhorse if you are going to be sewing a bunch of activewear mm-hmm. okay and as our jane is moving on to the next owner i told the next owner i said I've used it mostly ZD a little bit because you, for the past few years, I have not used it a lot. For the past few years, you've been really focused on activewear. I have spandex. Well, I have to tell you, I have top stitch. (laughs) Oh, sure, I know you've used it. it, No, no, no. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, I I will almost completely use the serger and and the um, like a zigzag. Right. Or, well, I, uh, I'll be using, you know, the sergers, right, or mm-hmm. the cover stitch machines or whatever. But if I want that single line of top stitching, I have come to this. Right. You know, but like you said, no zigzag. Right. So ZD, you know, when she's making like her aerial costumes. Right. I guess you could have put the invisible zipper in over here. <laughs> Actually, I think maybe I did. One maybe time. you did. Okay, yeah. it, in some of yours, it's zippers. Okay, now because where, it had the right color thread. There you go. That was funny. Oh, I'll be yeah. Super. So and and the person who's getting our Jane is using it once again as a supplementary machine. Yes, she has other machines, mostly for top stitching. In her case, right. okay, but it's kind of. If someone is a person who, like, let's say they had one of those featherweights, like, their entire mm-hmm. sewing lives or something, and right. then they were looking to get a more modern version or something right. like that, this was a machine right. that I would show them. Because, once again, only a straight stitch. So, Mallory, what else does it have to add to the speed, okay, and the efficiency of your sewing that I consider one of the most essential parts of a modern-day sewing machine. Well, I'll tell you one thing, and then we'll take a break. It has a knee lift. Yeah! No, this machine has a, it's got a nice, it's a mechanical knee lift. Right. And that is a, that is also a crossover from right. an industrial type or commercial type machine. Right, right. So whether you're a quilter or a garment sewer or whatever you're doing, having that knee lift is so awesome. Okay, so let's take a quick break and then we're going to talk about some of the other, like, I, you know, I hate to use the word strange, but, uh, you know, what do I want to say? Out of the ordinary features of this machine that you don't see in every, you know, unique, sewing machine out there. would be a good word. Yeah. Have you ever moved before? It can be a real pain in the neck. Let's help our friends at L.A. Finch make moving easier as they relocate their inventory of gorgeous fabrics. Go to LAFinchFabrics.com and use code MOVINGSALE, all one word, all caps, to get 30% off your entire purchase, excluding end-of-bolt deals and gift cards. You'll also get free shipping on orders over $99 within the contiguous 48 states. Let's make things easy for Josie and her team at L.A. Finch and get some designer fabrics into our sewing studios. Sale ends March 7th. Go to LAFinchFabrics.com and use code MOVINGSALE for 30% off. Sewing out loud. And we're back. All right. So these features that we're going to talk about now, they're not new. Okay. They're things that have been on sewing machines. For actually, some of them have been taken away from sewing yes, machines. Yes, that's a, exactly. That's kind of what's funny. Yeah. Yes. So there are things that have existed on sewing machines for a long time, but they're not in the general market right. a lot. So this machine does have like 
and exposed. I was gonna say yes. Disc. It's exactly one thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah, is like this is like your mom's old singer or white or whatever. That tension mechanism is right up front over your needle, and you can see it. And you can see like the tension spring. Right. It it you shows. can you can lift your presser feet and lower your presser and see those little tension. They look like symbols. little symbols going, uh-huh. you know, closing and opening. Closing so you and can open. you can really see that, and I think it helps you appreciate how modern sewing machines sort of simplified that threading right. process. You know, it's not too difficult. Well, but I, I will tell you, this is a better set of tension discs, I can guarantee you. Well, is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a nice set of tension discs. And the, the um, you know, upper tension there, uh, a lot of times we're telling you, don't mess with your upper tension. Don't mess with your upper tension. And the reason is because generally um, you – that's not the problem. Okay, right. you're having a problem, and it's not the fact that you need to change your upper right. tension. However, this machine allows for a lot of customization, which yes. can be good for yes. home deck, can be good for quilting. Yes. Okay, so it really lets you use a variety of weights of thread. Um, yes. Lets you use different thicknesses of fabric. So you have varying presser foot height. Yes. Okay. I think there Pressure, are. Pressure, height. No, oh, presser oh, foot height. The height, the height. Okay, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. They call it height. They don't call it pressure. They don't call it pressure. Yeah, um, I believe here. And then you have, which this is very different, you have a feed dog adjustment knob. Yes. Okay. Which is basically the height of the feed dog. Yeah, so what they call this. And it's not just up or down. No, they call this the foot pressure and feed dog position. Okay. Okay, so, um, right. yeah, so there's pressure uh, over there. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. You were saying pressure and I was saying height and you're right. Okay. Sorry about that. But you have the foot pressure in the feed dog position. There are four feed dog positions and they show you with like these triangles going up, up and down, down, you know, in relation to the fabric. So you can have the feed dogs all the way down. Which would be free motion, so yep. you, you're not going to have anything, you know. No, it's not going to move the fabric you for can, you. You get to move it whatever way you want. That's right. And then you have pin feeding, mm-hmm. okay, which is very much not on your normal sewing machine, okay. And then you have another uh, feed dog adjustment for lightweight fabrics, which is just a little higher. And then you have your highest one, which is for medium weight and heavyweight fabrics, right. okay? And then you have a corresponding little chart here of where you're supposed to put your presser foot pressure, okay? So oh, okay. it's like these, I, didn't, they, I don't think yeah, I knew that. Yeah, they work together, I okay? I didn't know that. Everything's color-coded. Right. If you take a look at your owner's manual. Oh, I was I always just did that sort of by the seat of my pants. I okay. know, I know. Well, it probably wasn't too bad. Let's talk about this pin feeding. Okay. I, okay, This was, when this machine came out and they showed it to us at Baby Lock Tech and everything, this was the first time I'd heard of pin feeding, was it the first time you'd heard of pin feeding? I don't think I knew it was called that. Okay. So it's super weird, guys. Um, when you set the feed dog height to pin feed, this little thingy is there. It got a little hole. And then you go into your accessories and you find this little pin. pin. And it's stuck into a rubber thing and it's super easy to lose. So find a place where you're not going to lose it. And you stick it into this hole. And then when you start to... Turn your hand wheel or so, you see this pin come up from the bottom, and it catches your fabric and helps move it along. It's like a supplementary part of the feed dog. Right. And you have to use, I believe you must use the normal presser foot because there's space oh, under the presser foot oh, for the pin to, to have move. A- Ah, you yeah, have to, it has to be hollowed out. Right? Yeah, so you can't. I, see what I, you're I don't saying. think you're supposed to use like the quarter inch foot with that. Okay. So, uh, le- okay. you know, double check that. Uh, maybe I should have double checked that. But I remember learning about this. That and what they say is this is for velvet, right? Okay. I, well, I say slick. Or, Wait, so uh, yeah, right, right. But the thing about velvet is it doesn't crush it. Yes. Either. So as it goes through and you're making that seam, you don't get this crushed seam. Yeah. So you're on the feed dog height that's just up from being all the way down and you yes. have this pin. Yes. You're barely so, up. So actually. you're not, yeah. You, I so mean, you're not getting the crushing. It's, it's so, it's, you have to have that pin to feed something through yep. because you don't have enough pressure from the foot or the feed dog. Yes. So um, anyway, that is the pin feeding is really cool for people who are working with fabrics can, like that. It can actually 
save you, like, oftentimes if you're sewing on velvet or, or even corduroy, mm-hmm. anything with that sort of, well, you know, isn't corduroy the poor man's, the peasant's uh, velvet or whatever? They used Is that to what they it. say? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I'll, I'll believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. But well, you know, there's a whole lot of stories right. about corduroy. <laughs> like, you know, it's the threads of the king corduroy. Yeah, and apparently and, that's not true. Well, who knows? Yeah. There's so many stories. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, um, corduroy was the peasant's velvet or whatever. Um, so when you make a seam with velvet and you use your regular presser feet and you have to take that seam out, uh-huh. sometimes you have, what should I say, assaulted yeah, you've created that like a groove. nap or that yeah. fabric that you know the fuzzy part, the mm-hmm. fluffy part of the velvet. The pile. The pile. The, that's a good word. Isn't is that it? a good word? Yeah, that works. You're welcome. And it won't go back, and you can't get it back. Yeah. Okay, where this w- preserves the pile. Yeah, and I will have to say, and it the seams don't show as much. This isn't a feature that a lot of people need a lot of the time. You no. know, so when people would come in and kind of look at it, and then we'd show them a comparable machine in the same price range that maybe, like, you know, had some more more decorative like stitches. Some decorative stitches or something. A yeah. lot of time, just budget-wise, people would go for the other, for the other machine. Mm-hmm. Um, And this machine is a little more difficult to thread. So let's move on from the feed dog height. Well, I think it's only more difficult to thread because... It's not your the pattern yes. you're used to. Yes. No, once yeah. you're used to it, it's right. fine. So this machine actually has these funny this funny little metal bar that has holes in it. Okay. These pretensioners. Oh, the thread guide pretensioners. Yes, yeah. pretensioners. So that's a new thing. Oh, but before that, this is something we love about it. It has, you know, a native thread lift, or right. they call it a telescoping thread guide. Right. With two Two spools. Two, two, two pins. Yeah, spool two pins, pins right there and two thread guides right there. Yeah. So you can, you know, obviously you can use two threads through one needle or two needles or whatever. No, you, you can can't have two needles. It won't do double needle, no. will it? No, but you can that. have one for the bobbin right there, you know, if you want to. Right. No, you could thread two threads through one needle. Uh, but, yeah, it has pre-tensioners. It has this exposed tension disc. I can't tell you how many times I would have a new employee thread it wrong because it is – different from what they'd worked on before common to older machines Mm -hmm. or again a commercial type machine yes but it is really neat that you can see all that now okay the other thing that we haven't talked about yet the other thing you see all that Uh uh-huh you see none of this is behind the closed doors like in a modern machine so pull your hair back okay that get your bangs out of your face okay uh yeah, the take-up lever, you actually thread it through the hole yeah. in the take-up lever. You see the take-up lever. You see it, okay. Uh, but the needle is oriented differently That's right. than many of your typical machines right. that you may have sewn so on. So if you're looking at your machine and you go north is top, south is bottom right, east is right. West, is, okay. Uh, right, right, west yeah, is left. left. This needle slot, the needle slot, what we call the front of the needle, yeah. is to the west. That's right. So it's facing out left. Right. So it is. Correct. Oh, yep. It is away from the machine. Mm-hmm. It's like facing facing away from the machine, kind of. And the reason it is, is because the bobbin is facing that way also. That's right. And it, so it's the same, bo- you know, um, hook bobbin system it's just facing a different way now we just did a podcast on tiny hems yeah where we talked about the bobbin thread like wrapping around Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. does create a little bit of a different look and is different uh, on the bottom on the bottom right the top will look the same creates a slightly more even look it that's why it's that way yep Yes. It does. So how we were talking to you, I think it's the last episode we published, actually, if I'm remembering the schedule properly. On the last episode, we talked about how that bobbin thread wraps around and will make this, you know, slightly wavy pattern mm-hmm. on the back. And this bobbin thread still wraps around, but it will be a little less wavy just the way it's oriented. Right. Because in a sense, the fabric is being fed in a different direction. Right. Right. Uh, you do. Okay. I don't think you like have to bring up your bobbin thread because they've got some thread guides underneath. Oh, really? Yeah, they've like kind of created a way for it to be held in place for you. So in the owner's manual, they talk about this quick bobbin thread device. This device cuts the bobbin thread end to an appropriate length after the bobbin has been replaced and holds it at that length. 
Follow this pro following this process eliminates the need to manually pull the bobbin thread through the hole in the needle plate. Simply close the bobbin case and continue the upper threading process. So you can, when you re-thread the bobbin, or you thread it for the first time or whatever, it's going to cut it to the right length and it's going to hold it in place mm -hmm. for the first stitch to be formed. Right. However, if you are, you know, doing something else where you want to bring the bobbin thread to the top, like if I was going to start quilting in the middle of my fabric or something like that, right. I would bring my if bobbin you thread a tail up. For some yeah. Reason. So when right. you want to talk about thread tails and how it's a little different on this machine yeah. compared well, to modern machines. I think everybody needs to try and understand their thread tails and what, you know, genre or era machine they're dealing with. Now, this is a quasi-industrial machine we're talking about right now. The needle has a different position, okay, than your regular home machine. So when you start sewing on this machine, they, ha they do have you bring your thread to the back of the foot, which is actually to the side of the bump. So it's a little bit different on this machine. Yeah, it's to the, it's to the okay. side of the needle, sort right. of. So this yeah. is a little bit different animal. Now, on our, you will hear people say, bring your threads to the back and hold them when you start to sew so you don't get that little bird nesting or that little funny knot when you start sewing. If you bring your thread tails to the side of the foot and out to the left side, right, and then start sewing, you should not get that nest. The reason you're getting that little nest or that little wad or that little knot under there is because the feed dogs are grabbing the threads, okay? You will notice on your modern machines that the thread cutter is to the side. Oftentimes, the thread cutter is to the side and it is at the right length Okay, I'm not talking about automatic threader. I'm talking about your manual threader. So you pull out, you know, your project, and there's that, that there's just a blade there's on the that side. That blade of your on the, yeah. that blade on the side. It will hold the threads in place, oftentimes, and it will be the correct length, so that when you start to sew again, you don't lose your thread. So, when someone says in an older machine or even a newer machine, any machine, I guess, my thread comes unthreaded when I start, or my machine uh -huh. comes unthreaded when I start. It's because you don't, first of all, if you have an older machine or not a, are you still on a mechanic, are you're on a mechanical machine, your machine will not always stop, right, with the needle and the take-up lever at the highest point. That's right, and that's okay. true on the Jane. I, that's a, Right, because it's mechanical. Because yeah. it's mechanical. So mechanical machines will not, you know, stop with the most amount of thread that you need to start because that take-up lever is not in the highest position. So that's why you all don't think you're saving thread because you're cutting right. or cut it off shorter than you need to. No, you're not saving thread. You're causing yourself more time, more trouble, and more thread in the long run. You have to have some sort of tail to start. You should not have to, if your machine is set properly, you should not have to hold those threads at the back tightly okay you should be able to put them to the side and put your fabric under and start sewing the um or something i'm gonna say and it just slipped my mind sorry i was testing right. something over i at the was Jane. watching when she was doing yeah, so, it, it, it distracted okay, me a little bit yeah, Go let ahead. me let me say what i was gonna say so uh you you know all zd's points about the thread tails are excellent the jane does have an automatic thread cutter yes okay and this is where there's a little bit of a funny thing about the jane That's, here okay there you go yes there, there's something that people you know they've complained about a little bit but there's a way to get around it so when you have the needle down mm -hmm. button So this selected. has a needle up, needle down position. Well, it only has a needle down. Oh, okay. Okay, so here's where, here's where this is coming in. Okay. So when you have the needle down selected, the needle will stop in the far most down position of the cycle. Right. Okay, when you don't have that selected, you stop sewing, it stops when you stop. It'll stop mid-cycle, mid anywhere. So it's not particularly needle up, needle down, okay? And sometimes people wish that it did stop all the way up at the right. top. Because that would be ideal. That would give right. you the right amount of thread. But 
if you use the automatic thread cutter, it cuts the thread and then it does put the take-up lever all the way to the top. It gets the needle all the way to the top and everything. And when you raise or press your foot, your thread, you know, is fine. And that thread cutter, I just tried it. It holds the bobbin thread in place so you can start sewing and again. It, and it brings it down. It brings the bobbin thread to the bottom of the Yeah, the project. bobbin thread. So you don't yeah. see the bobbin thread, right. but it's being held in place once again like that. You know, so if you... If you're someone, so what people want is they wanted to be able to stop the Jane and have it stop at the top. Right. You know? So that's not going to happen for you unless you use the thread cutter. Right. Or you can manually do it with your hand well, wheel. Well, because you can see and your you take And you can really lever. see it. You, yeah. You can take it to the top and yep. you have it in its highest position. So just know that, especially beginner sewers, they think this is really something that happens to them. The machine comes unthreaded and they get frustrated. It's because you're not leaving a long enough tail. I actually heard of a very famous person who was given... You mean a famous sewing person? Yes. Okay. So liberty. So very famous. So they were given one of the machines that is electronic, that has this regulated, you know function but they'd finish their seam with the hand wheel right so they'd bring the needle up out of the fabric but the take-up lever wouldn't be in the highest position so they'd bring the needle out of the fabric right they'd raise the presser foot they'd remove the fabric and cut the thread using the side thread cutter yes but when they started to sew again the needle would come unthreaded right. since that take-up lever wasn't all the way at the top it would pull It would on pull the some thread. thread back, right. So it would come unthreaded. And this very famous person was very frustrated. And if they had simply used, not used the hand wheel and, and our, had their and needle stop up. And our famous person you know, told her how it worked, right? Well, I don't know if she, I, no, I didn't tell her how it <laughs> oh, worked. I, I listened did. to somebody else oh. tell me and I was like, that's interesting. Right. It obviously doesn't matter that I know how this machine works. I am not as famous as this famous person. Um <laughs> Whatever. So, <laughs> so, you know, don't think there's, but I guess what I'm going to say is don't say, think there's something wrong with your machine. No. Learn right. your machine. Learn what it needs. Go to that owner's manual. If, right. if what I'm saying to you is not sinking in or maybe it's contrary to what your, right. your um, manual says, try to. You know, follow your manual. It it was written for a certain reason. Well, and, and, it, and it's telling, giving you that information yeah, so you're, you're successful. If you are used to a machine working a certain way, I get why this right. is kind of a misconception right. or something. I totally get it because you would, your instinct is that, oh, this will work like, like this. Um, and once you learn it. Now, I do want to cover something else. So let's pretend that you are, you know, you're somebody who wants the take-up lever to stop at the top, you know, or something uh -huh. like that. Um. Like me. Now, I will say that when I top stitch on jeans, I like to leave really long tails. So I am raising with my with my hand wheel. I'm raising my presser foot with my knee lift, and I'm giving myself a long top and stitch tail. And then mechanically cutting. And I'm just mechanically cutting uh -huh. with the thread cutter on the side of the machine. So anyway, but if you did want to take advantage of, you know, the capabilities of the machine, you can back stitch and use the thread cutter. Ta-da. Or you can bring your stitch length way down. The furthest down okay. this will go is, is a one. Well, it's a little under the one. I okay. think it's like mm -hmm. 0 0.75. And you could take a few short stitches. Take a few short stitches because you're not really going to move. Right. You're going to be almost stitching. You'll stitch, stitch on top. In place. The whole idea yeah. is that you're stitching on top of yourself. So when you have, when you do have a feature on your machine that's like that little dot and it says it's a knot or whatever. Yeah. Or, it's not a knot. It's a short it's stitch. It's a stitch in place. Yeah. Yes. So when you uh, also on this on this chain, I want to point out with the stitch length that yes. it goes all the way up to seven, seven mm -hmm. millimeters. So you can baste big, big huge things. things. So let's pretend you needed to baste a big old quilt. You yeah. know, I mean, if you're basting through a bunch of thick layers and it's a big quilt. Going up past a five can be really helpful. Your stitches will come out easier. You'll have fewer holes. Right. You will, yeah. So that is another reason why that. Now it's good for other things. It can be. It can be good for other things. But yeah, you can go all the way up to a seven. It can be really good when you're working on um, cover boat covers. Boat covers mm -hmm. is that a good? Yeah, a and good stitching like in vinyl. Okay. So when you're stitching on something like a vinyl or or leather, 
the longer the stitch length you can get by with, the better off you are. Right. Because you are actually piercing and scarring that fabric for good. Yeah, you know what? what? I thought this came with... with... With a leather foot or something or Teflon or something. We, yeah, with a Teflon foot. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Hey, let me correct myself. The general purpose foot does not flex. There is a flex reaction foot, and it's on the machine. Oh, that's the so, one that's on. Yes. So there is a, a non-flexible a non-flexible foot. Yes, which can also be useful. So I was um, actually earlier. sometimes you do want that for yep. those vinyls and things. You don't want something that will flex or slide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry about that. That you would think the general purpose foot would come on the machine. No. No. Uh, the, the standard foot uh -huh. or whatever. The flex reaction it. foot. So the flex I, reaction. I was calling two things the same thing and they're not. Uh, I see. Anyway, so keep that in mind, everybody. Oh, you know another thing as we wrap this up? You got that big extension table if you're bobbing on the side, but the extension table has like a door and it you can does, access it has the bobbin. It has a little trap door you everything can get is, in there. Everything's so nice right. there. Uh, and you can... You know, anyway, so I just wanted to point that out because I think that is a really cool feature of this machine that you don't okay. have to do that. Another thing I like about this machine, and this is like a very minor thing, is that it is a white or cream color. Yeah. Versus some of your um, commercial uh -huh. machines are dark. <laughs> that are like baby puke Or baby brown. puke blue or brown. <laughs> oh, my. No, baby puke brown. But yeah, I yeah. like the white surface. Okay, I like the white surface, but also there's something about this machine that is handy and a little confusing. The knee lift will snap into the extension table on the bottom of the extension table for oh, yeah, storage. Oh, yeah, for storage. Or yes. for travel. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? about? What are you talking okay, about? Okay, so I can, I have to tell you that one day at the shop, Couldn't I spent a good 30 minutes looking, looking for, for the knee lift. And somebody put it away and correct, someone properly. someone put it away where it was supposed to go. <laughs> so, yes, it, it's very nice that the knee lift snaps in there if you're going to ship this, if you're going right. to travel the class or something. Um, It is a little heavy. I was going to say, it you has know, a metal, it, it, partially it, metal it, it, it has a lot of metal. It yes. has a lot of metal it's in it. It's neat because this kind of shows you. Okay, so the front of the machine. Again, it's a hybrid. Yeah, exactly. The front of the machine and the bed of the machine are metal, but the top, where like you, if you unscrew this, you could see More a like lot of it. like what you would call the casing. Yeah, the casing. Yeah. The top here, though, it, if it came off, and it's plastic, so it's right. easier to, you know, deal with um, there. You know, it would also be a part of the machine that could get damaged, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and be more easily and inexpensively replaced. You know, the other thing I think that's true on this machine, hopefully I, I'm, I won't I'll be wrong. I'll, I'll fact check you. Is the bobbin winder, you have to watch and stop yourself. No. No, no it will it'll stop itself. Okay. Do it. okay. Okay. You know, we you know what? The very first Jane, you may have had to stop you yourself. To I, I can't remember. Um, it didn't pop off. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I can't remember. No, this one will pop off. And it's an L bobbin. Okay. So, no, it's a stop winding process when bobbin is full. No, you're you oh, might be no, right. Oh, no, it says it. I, no, on my, you're right. No. I, I knew the first one did. I honestly wasn't sure on this one. Does it say it Yeah, pops? it says here. It says it says the same thing. Oh. Stop the winding pro process when bobbin is full. Then manually move the bobbin winding clutch okay. back to its original. So it, my so bad. the clutch doesn't stop when it gets to a certain position. Okay, yeah, my bad. Well, and that, you know. That's kind of a commercial thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, duh, you know. Absolutely. Right. So, uh, okay. Did we, anything else weird about this machine? Yeah. Well, that was the weird thing I <laughs> so was going to say, and then you told me it was wrong, but I guess it is right. It yeah. takes L bobbins. Yes. Okay. So, those are those flatter mm -hmm. uh, bobbins. Metal bobbins. And they're metal. Because it's a, a metal hook. Uh, yeah. Metal bobbin case and everything. Right. Hook system. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I do, I want, I must say, it's my favorite, like, my highlights of this machine. This is Mallory's jeans-making machine. Yeah, I really, that's me, like, what I'm doing with it mm -hmm. is, it's so handy for top-stitching jeans. And, you know, I don't always go to it right away. You do have to, like, unscrew the feet and screw them on, mm -hmm. so it's a little bit more, you know, time-consuming. Right. But if I had to put in, like... You don't know, like fifteen or thirty invisible zippers or something. I would right. set myself up and vroom, vroom, vroom. Or with if this I thing. had a, if I was doing a bunch of circle skirts and had to tiny him, it, yes. this is where I would be. Yes. The other thing, and actually, this is what I was kind of looking at. Um, 
it does come with this quick little reference paper that I would yes. probably laminate or put in a plastic sleeve because it's the threading pattern. Okay. And it, it is not marked like it no is on the Other newer machines. machines. And so I might, you know, this might be on a sleeve in a plastic sleeve. Do you know what I mean yes. by the machine? Okay. I have so I to tell you reference. that there was this customer at the shop. And she, like, never bought a machine from us. She'd always go somewhere else to buy her machines. Oh, yeah, and then she'd come in. And, and then she'd come in and ask us for all the support. And no, like, or, or she'd, actually, at first she'd ask us to demo it and demo it again. And, I, and we, could she, she demo the buttonhole? Yeah. So that we were teaching her how to do the buttonhole, even though she bought the machine and we like, else. We, she's right. like, yeah, I'm interested in it. She's like, had me give her price. Okay, this person was a liar. So. <laughs> you know, it happens. You know, you can tell me you bought it someplace else, and I will tell you how I can help you. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Okay. We never turned anyone away no, because they was, didn't buy a machine at our place. It's just funny because there were people I know who very intentionally, like, lied. Spent, well, oh, no, oh. no. There are people who very intentionally spent money with us, supported us. If our machine price was $100 more, you know, than someone else, they'd tell us. I'd do my best. Whatever. Anyway. Not this person. <laughs> so, but she was in the shop one day and someone was buying a machine. She said, you know what I love about the baby locks? And I was like, tell me. You know, I don't know because you don't buy them from us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, I love their owner's manuals. And I have to admit that just from my experience with this person, I was like, okay. I was like, sure, their owner's manuals are fine. Right. I read them a million times. Yes, they're great. But I thought, how could they be much better than anyone else's right. was my thought. And then someone brought in sort of an equivalent or what was supposed to be an equivalent of like Machine. the baby lock mm -hmm. in another brand. And their owner's manual. It was terrible. It was so terrible. I thought that lady wasn't lying about that. <laughs> and I couldn't believe that there could be like a bad. I just thought, how, yeah. how could they mess it could up? Could be that You know, yeah. I right. thought, how could, right. how could this get messed up? But no, their owner's manuals are really great. And I did use that from then on in my sales pitches. <laughs> so, well, you know, I, I, so I did have a positive experience with this person at some point. You something, see? Yes. Now, the baby lock manual will not tell you how to dress or wear your hair while you're sewing. No. It, it leaves that up to you. Oh, my God. If someone sends that to me again. <laughs> we get that. It's, a, it's a, the old singer. I think it was from the 40s or 50s. I think it was from the 50s. And it tells if you, if you want to be a good housewife, how do you, you, you like have time for sewing and how you should put well, on lipstick before your husband gets home if you've been you sewing know, all day and all this. And and I know it's new to people all the time. We've seen it right. like 5,000 times. Also the sewing machine cakes. People send me the sewing machine cake and they send yes. me the advice from the 1950s singer sewing machine. Now, well, what they, and the what sewing they machine say, song too. We see the sewing machine song yeah. a lot. Yeah. And what they also say is in that, they're like, have your house in order so you can focus on right. sewing. Which is not a bad I'm idea. Like, That's not so bad. Right. But, you know, um, okay. You know, one of the things I liked on the newer machines is they would have, like, clocks and alarms on them. And I could, this is before the phones yeah. had, had these kind of things, right? And I knew I had to pick somebody up at school. And I could put the alarm on the sewing machine. Yeah. Like, and it would, you know, I'd be there sewing. Yeah, beep, beep, beep. Night, like so I'd have to stop. the opposite yeah. of a casino where they don't put clocks. Right. Speaking of being organized, I've, I've been working a lot, like, on my house and on, you know, getting things, you know, organized for the business. And I was feeling so good. And, you know, this morning I got up and uh, had such She's an, so organized. I had such a nice morning with the kids. And Zelda actually did a little art project before she left for school. And then I realized that I had triple booked myself. Mallory was working on borrowed time. Yeah, I had triple booked myself and not shown up to any of the appointments. I was like, oh, my God. So anyway, I fixed my calendars. Everything should be working now. <laughs> but <laughs> I was feeling real good there. I'm glad it wasn't like you were scheduled to like do kidney transplant surgery nope, or something. Nope, yes. I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Anyway, it was pretty funny. I was feeling so nice this morning. Uh, you're so organized. Yep, you had so, this time. So you were organized. You know what? You got to be relaxed, though, so it was probably well, worth it. I thought I should, you know, definitely make sure to, uh, whatever, make well, part, sure that I am not scheduled uh, for every moment. And part of but. what's going on here is we have now had seven snow days yes. in Missouri. They usually schedule five or six, so we're on seven. And it's it's, it's really it's, Most up. of them have... We don't, our snow days really are usually ice days. Yes. So what happens is we get precipitation and it freezes on the roads and it can't be. So anyway, today it was, I believe, 
minus four when I got up. Someone posted. But I know, Fred, it was like minus 27. I know, I know. Like, Fred was like, what is this negative 27? <laughs> well, Fred, is that Fahrenheit or Celsius? That's a good question. That is a good question. Okay, so thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Um, sorry if you were any of the people that I triple booked myself with this morning. I'm working. I'm, I have ameliorated the situation uh, and figured things out, I believe. Um, and we hope that you enjoyed this discussion of these straight stitch only machines. If you're going to look at something like this, you can kind of tell what the advantages would be, whether or not it fits in your sewing monetary budget and your sewing space budget well and your sewing needs because, because like mallory said many people would come in interested and they might flip to a different right. type machine because i love to say this we have um we have some kind of redundant sergers we're not sending sergers onto the new home we've decided no. that we can have double the sergers. we have we have like four sergers set up but we did decide that there probably would not be a time when we were like both trying to use this we have a lot of sewing machines this machine you know and we do we do have a lot of sewing machines but um yeah it you know it is something hopefully this will help you make an informed decision or if you're researching used ones this, you know, could also help. Uh, you can get to us on Instagram. We're at SoHere.com. You can email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. ZD? So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.